Hello everybody, this is uh, this is Resilient One. And today I'm coming with you coming to you with a um, segment that I wanted to do on how to have peace in the crazy world. If that's even possible, but you know, I wanted to let let you guys know something that went on that was very interesting, which has been going on for a little bit. I don't know. At first I thought I was tripping, but when I first got my car, I would, the tires would like, um, lose its air. And periodically I'll have nails in my tire. What the heck, you know, one nail's fine. This is right when I got my car. Then I had another nail in my car, then another nail, then just my tire just kept going flat. Like I didn't know what was going on. And so I took my car and I ended up having to get, I just ended up just buying brand new tires for my car because I just wasn't sure what was going on. And uh, anyway, I did buy my car used. And so one tire was probably needed to be replaced. So instead of just getting, one tire I just decided to get brand new tires for my whole car and the nails stopped the the air stopped coming out of my car so I just assumed that maybe maybe I was driving over a construction area and um, it was it was I don't know it's just coincidence but sometimes, another thing that would happen in my car when I would get in my car, the mirrors, the side mirrors would be moved. Like they would be in, facing inwardly towards, um, like, like somebody pushed my, win my mirrors inwardly to, <laughs> to, I don't know. Just inwardly, instead of you know, when you look out your rear view, your your side uh, side mirror, sorry, you'll see you know behind you. Instead, when you look at your side mirrors, you're seeing your car. So that would happen periodically, and I'd be like, well, that's weird. Maybe the kids, somebody touched it, whatever. But and it happened every once in a while. But you know, my car. In order for you to move the mirrors, you have to touch a button. It's my car is automatic, so you can't like you can touch it with your you can move it manually, but it would be kind of I think you would break it honestly because it clicks, and I just don't think it's anyway. So that's where to today I got my car, and again the mirrors were moved. I was just like, what is going on? But, you know, my natural, like, well, somebody moved my mirrors again. So I look around, I try to figure out, well, well who do my did it? I was thinking, well, maybe the kids, maybe the neighbors, their kids were getting close to my car and they bumped my, my car mirror. But I was like, that can't happen. You know, that my, my mirrors are pretty sturdy. You got to put a lot of gotta kind of put a lot of force to move the mirror so I was looking and I noticed another thing was there was no fingerprints so I was like okay someone's 
messing with my car and they're <laughs> removing their fingerprints for whatever reason like I don't know but yeah so you know I'm guessing whoever did that they wanted me to like lose my mind I don't know what they wanted me to do but you know it could have been neighborhood kids but I don't know why they would decide to just randomly mess with my car you know um and if the kids were so smart to remove their fingerprints off my mirror that would be kind of interesting too so <laughs> I just thought, you know what, instead of me going, I don't know what, what the response of whoever did what they did to my car, um, what they wanted, but I just decided, you know, <clears throat> what I usually do in this neighborhood I live in, I just play a sermon from one of my, you know, one of somebody who I like listening to. Uh, I'll just pay a sermon. I'll I'll read my Bible, and first, you know, before all that, I, I'll definitely pray. Definitely pray for protection. You know, uh, I decide to anoint my car because obviously someone is playing with my car. You know, they 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 just think it's funny. I don't know if it's children or if it's an adult. Uh, I do live in a kind of crazy neighborhood I do uh, I, I do do a lot of community work with the community that does really like me some of them so I, it could be anything it could be anybody messing with my car I'm not gonna try to like think about who it could be and why they're doing well not why but I'm not gonna think about who it could be because honestly it could be anybody so but yeah I, I thought about what their reaction, what reaction they wanted me to have. And so my reaction was peace. You know, I, I told some of my neighbors like, hey, you know, somebody's, you know, messing with my car. Um, if you see anybody, just let me know, you know, I'll handle them. But if you, if you please just, you know, just, just even for their safety, like somebody could mess with their car. I mean, obviously there's someone doing weird stuff and touching people's property so you know it's good to tell their neighbors let them know but <sighs> just me unfortunately so yeah but I was thinking you know how am I gonna remain peaceful how am I going to remain in order for myself not go out, not lose my mind not lose you know become angry and accusatory of people who I think it could have been and you know fly off the deep end and just act a fool but instead I like I said I read my bible and I prayed and um I played sermons out loud that I I, I always feel like when you play God's word out loud it just repels people in some ways and like I said I also just anointed my car and that's about it I mean I I didn't I didn't really uh 
I, I just didn't want to let anybody, whoever's doing this, let them get to me. Because like I say, it could be children. It could be a child. I don't know what a child would benefit from messing with my car like that. Um, next move is to probably definitely get some security cameras in the car alarm. Um, you know... Uh, I totally believe in the Second Amendment, so I don't. I don't know why anybody would want to mess with this. You know, I'm not gonna kill anybody over material items, but it's you know I could have died. I could have really got hurt. You know, I was driving by the time I realized my mirrors were all messed up, and I'm trying to see behind me. I realize I can't see. So I'm like, someone's really trying to mess with my car, and they did this on the Sabbath. I was kind of like, wow, that was interesting. But like I said, I'm going to defeat this by, you know, always relying on uh, Most High and ask, you know, making sure I'm protected by Him and cameras and eventually a security system for my car. Because, you know, I don't like feeling victimized. It's not my thing. I don't like feeling like someone is getting over on me, you know, so, yeah, anyway, this is Resilient One, I just wanted to come to you, you guys, I know I'm probably, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm, I am getting kind of, it was an interesting day today, you know, also I decided to go and drive just go for a drive uh and it was every time i drive at night you know I, at first it's like all right yeah okay i got out and driving and you know it's kind of hot out you know it was hot hot today and rolling down my windows and feeling the cool air hit me and it was just lovely until i realized there's other drivers on the road and then boom there's a drunk driver, someone swerving in and out of the lane. He almost, he or she almost, like, almost hit my car. Uh, people tailgating me, like, what the world? I'm like, so, you know, when people tailgate me, I brake check them. You know, I just, I slam on my brakes for a brief second. And then I, I, um... I don't know, this might be a little crazy, but I start, you know, I start driving in an S. So, you know, you drive in a straight line. But when someone's tailgating me, I start driving in the S formation. You know, anything just to get their attention, to get off my rear, uh, that would be wonderful. Because if the car in front of me stops suddenly, this car is not even ten, uh, five feet away from me. You're going to hit me, and if I survive, I'm going to really hope that God protects the both of us because that's endangerment, and I will definitely feel like I have to protect myself. So, um, yeah, I mean, people are just out of control with this driving, man. And so it just eventually a relaxing drive turned into like, okay, I better get home, you know. 
I better get home and get to safety and just go back home. You know, this this world is turning out of control. I, I, I it's out of control. Just to go on a little drive is weirdo people in their cars. You know, two red cars messing with me. And then, um, I don't know. I don't know. How did this game piece, I guess, just not let things bother you, you know? Just laugh it off. Observe what's happening, but don't take it in. Don't don't take it personal. Don't take it personal, because 10 times out of 10, these people got some type of spirits on them. There's something up with them. There, there, there's 99% of the people out here are sheeples. They're, they're, they're lost and gone. They don't know what they're doing. They're just stupid, you know. They're listening to their music and they're in a little la-la land, not realizing, you know, this person that you're tailgating, it's not a good idea. Not everybody's just driving around. <laughs> Not everybody's just driving around. Me personally, when I drive, I always, I always think this person could have a gun on them. That's just how I think. So I don't mess with people when I'm driving. I don't, I don't get road rage and act a stupid fool in front of people. I watch enough TV and it, it, it kind of got me mentally dis disturbed enough to know that okay this person could shoot you because you got road rage so all I'm saying is like when you get behind someone's car and you're tailgating and you just never know what kind of stuff they got in their car so people should be careful I don't know it's just common sense you know you don't know what day they're having you don't know what's going on in their mind so it's just you know road rage is just not my thing I, I literally if someone is behind my car and they are tailgating me, I'm a bit of a jerk, but I will drive slower. So then therefore they have to go around me. Or like I said, I'll brake check them or I'll drive in the, and I'll drive in the S formation. Either which way, they're gonna move from behind my car. It happens that much that I know what they're gonna do because they're idiots. So, you know, I guess I'm ranting right now, but it just kind of, you know, it's just weird. Like I, I, I always before I go outside, but ten, tonight I didn't. I, I always pray before I leave. I always pray. And, you know, I always pray because you just never know. You never know. You just want to go to the store real quick. Or you just want to take a quick drive, or, you know, around your neighborhood just to relax or to to move or, or not move, but you know, just to. I like to drive because it relaxes me, especially at night. And you know, when things like that happen at night, it's just crazy. But yeah, that's all. That's all I wanted to come to you guys again. This is Resilient One, and I, I am out. I hope you guys enjoyed my again random thoughts and. Hope you guys enjoyed my podcast. See you later.
Hello, this is Resilient One again. And I was coming to you one last time before I go to bed. I was thinking about something which I am trying to trying to, 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 to achieve a little bit of this, but I wanted to talk about how can you change your environment, the place where you live. How can you be impactful? How can you um, become resilient in, let's say, a neighborhood that's crime riddled? <laughs> or, you know, you just want to start the neighborhood, a neighborhood block watch or something like that. You just want to do something for your neighborhood, the need that you see going on in your neighborhood. How can you do this? And I was going to talk about my own personal experience. Um, I'm going to say this. If you do live in a a crime-riddled neighborhood, you got to be very bold and you got to be able to be strong because you are going to face a lot of opposition. A lot of people are not gonna like you and you're going to be targeted by a lot of people. And that's pretty much what I've been going through. I've been going through some interesting situations, but, um, you know, I don't, I don't really have any fear of it, which I should, but I don't because I, I put all my faith into God, you know, and I, I just try to think that God's going to protect me from any type of uh, person who wants to come against me. So what I have done so far in my neighborhood, um, you know, I noticed that, and you can do this in your neighborhood, if you see a lot of youth that are getting uh, lost, you know, you can start a mentorship program, which uh, I did a mentorship program for some teenage girls. We worked out a curriculum and we try to build self-esteem and you know we talked about doing our own becoming you know doing your own nails and your own hair being self-sufficient without needing other people to make you beautiful um you know uh rape culture drugs Team, being team moms, you know, just anything to try to deter or help them understand what they're going to be facing um, being in an improvised environment and how can you um, defeat that. And to me, that program was okay, but then the person who ended up doing the program with me, she was, you know, it, the curriculum became boring and it became like school and that wasn't the idea that I I was thinking for it. I was more so thinking something that would be more 
little edgy network for the youth at that time. So another thing I have going on is I have like in my neighborhood, we have a lot of in where I live, the state I live, we have a lot of heroin addicts. And in my neighborhood, uh, we have maybe a some drug houses. Me personally, I go to the drug houses and I tell them like, hey, keep your company and your customers away from my area. Sometimes they don't listen. And I go again because it's like you call the police and they don't do anything and these people end up just running over. They, you know, I had them, I had a lot of stuff happen. Like I had people break into my, try to break into my storage. There's nothing in my storage. You know, all the stuff was old, but, and just nothing I would use. I, but it's just the, the fact that they violated my personal stuff and they were trying to break into my, my unit, my, my, my storage. From then on, I just wage war against these people. Like, okay, you gotta go. It's just very strange to me. I so I I, I don't know for with the drugs. Unfortunately, the majority of my neighbors they don't call you call the police. Nothing happens. But I really truly believe if you could get a group of people who care and actually say, hey, this is not what we want, it will stop. But a lot of my neighbors, some of them think it's funny that they sleep under my, you know, that they were sleeping under my patio or messing with my stuff, not realizing that one day I'm gonna move and whoever replaces me, they're not gonna care about this place. And eventually the people who are messing with me, they're gonna mess with you, you know, so, it's, it's I to me that's karma. Like if if they don't get it together now, they're never gonna get it together. So what I did was I just decided, just you know, people tell me oh be careful, but you know I am careful. But I also feel like you're just not going to do this to me. So I just go to the the homes where I know that they're. Uh, you know, selling drugs and bringing in this traffic. And I invite them to neighborhood meetings. Um, I say, hey, you want to come to this meeting? Or yeah, we're going to be talking about, you know, all the drugs going on in the neighborhood and the crime. And, you know, and, and I, I'll remind them, like, this is a really decent neighborhood. We have children that, you know, just want to play and have fun. And, you know, and to me, going to the people who are doing what they're doing bringing down a neighborhood and and, and 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 inviting them to community meetings and letting them know that people do care about this community it kind of even though they're going to continue doing what they're doing because fast money is always good to people who don't want to work um but it's also going to paranoid them Another thing, <laughs> music, man. I cannot stand loud, loud 
woofler music where people are playing loud music. So there is, of course, a noise ordinance law, but again, our police here, for some reason, they just don't really do anything. It's like, it's like lawlessness is just able to, to go run amok here. It's in, I do believe it's because of this neighborhood itself. And I, I believe that the, the, the police don't really care. I believe that they're, they're letting this neighborhood implode on itself. And eventually they're gonna, I don't know what they're gonna do. They're just letting it, they're just letting it go. You know, I'm gonna be real with you. We have about 20 different cultures here and none of them, they all had come from countries that their governments were corrupt. And so they just stayed to themselves. They don't care about nothing. They just, you know, they, they got their place and they got their home and they don't understand how, it, how things roll here in, in America. So they just do what they do. But um, back to the music, when people play their music, especially at night I just have this really high powered flashlight and I just shine it in their car while they're playing their music um <laughs> like if they're driving past I'll shine my flashlight in their car or if they're on their patio I'll slap you know I'll shine my light on their patio I mean, like, this light is awesome. It's, it's really bright. I don't care, you know? I had one neighbor who flashed theirs back at me, and I'm like, whatever. Whatever, yours is a rinky-dinky one anyway, but that's what I did with the music. And then, you know, I just try to hope that my management here would do something about it. You know, unfortunately, where I live, you got to pretty much threaten them with lawsuits and you know, just for them to do anything here. Um, and how else can you change your neighborhood if you live in a crime riddled neighborhood? Or are you just live in a neighborhood that you see is starting to get a little crazy? Are you just see something in your neighborhood that can be fixed? You just have to be bold. You gotta, you, you can't be afraid of people and you know like earlier in my segment I said my car was being messed with now it could have been children or it could have been one of these dumb people who who want to keep the crime going because they want to get the heroin or they want to make the little ten dollars here and there so who knows you know like no one likes the neighborhood say neighborhood cop or neighborhood snitch I don't care I'm not a snitch because first of all I'm not doing the crime with these people I just want to go home and I want to relax I want to go home I pay to live here I'm not living here for free so why should I have to be in the freaking prison just because you don't respect where you live that's not fair so I'm sorry, unless you're gonna pay for my rent, I am not gonna live in hell because you wanna have do things your way because you're a selfish person. Sorry, 
<sighs> back to changing your neighborhood so here I know for a fact in this neighborhood there's not gonna be that many people who are gonna really want to get around this crime watch our neighborhood watch and to be truthful I kind of don't want to do it because I'm not getting paid and I have a, I'm I'm and in what I'm doing for the most part is I'm I haven't been getting any thank yous from anybody who lives here even though the heroin addicts are gone even though for the music is for the most part has dissipated I have not gotten no thank you okay so you know it's cool I wasn't doing it for a thank you I was just doing it because I was just I just did not like these people being around me and being around my home, you know, and just doing what the hell they want, just being disrespectful. It just irritated me. So I decided, well, we decided to do a neighborhood watch with the police, which is see how that goes. Everybody here is scared of whoever. I don't know what the hell they're scared of. It's like... One minute people are like, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it, I'm going to help, I'm going to help. And then when you wait to hear from them or you just never hear from them again, this is very strange to me. I'm like, what is going on? But yeah, we're going to try to get a neighborhood watch going where we're going to be trained by the police to get like a calling system where, you know, somebody sees a crime. If the neighbors are too scared to report the crime to the police, because literally... Let me tell you, people will be screaming for their lives sometimes. And one or two neighbors will call the police. That's how bad it is here. These people are very weird. I don't get it. So since they're scared to call the police, we're going to try to get a calling system where they call the neighborhood people who are willing to call the police. But... <laughs> I don't see that working out too well. You know, most people are full of crap. They're too scared. I don't, I don't, I don't get what they're scared of, but they're too scared. So, you know, um, the next step was, since I know these people here are not going to do anything, my next step was to probably do a petition and have the people on the outer parts of my neighborhood and get them involved because I know that they hate this place I know I live around nothing but conservative Republicans and this type of place is what they hate the most <laughs> so if I can get them to sign my petition and do something where we can actually uh, get more involvement from the community even outside of this little community because we have like 400 units here or, or 400 units or 400 families either or and out of all those many places no one here will care no one cares it is the cra it's like, you know, we try to tell them like, hey, you know, if we don't get a nip, we don't nip this in the bud, it's gonna easily turn to like a neighborhood and, uh, you know, someone got shot two months ago. 
<sighs> I just don't get it. I live in the wrong place. I really hate this place. Honestly, I do. Every day when I go to work, I'm 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 so relaxed at work. Even though I I, I hate going to work. As soon as I get home, as soon as I realize I'm coming back to this place, I literally just get sad. Like, I'm just tired. I hate this place. I hate where I live. I have been looking into, like, buying some acres of land over in the south. It's not that expensive, actually. And buying the land and actually buying like a little $30,000 tiny house and having like maybe four acres of land and having a little house on that. That is my goal with the German Shepherd and a few guns. I would love that, you know, I would really, really love that. I just, you know, so I'd been trying to change this area or at least get the the crime not the crime but at least just get everything cool it's like you know why make things worse than what it could be like why make things bad when it's okay why add more to the problem I had one neighbor Oh wow, I went over my time. But I had one neighbor who actually I just asked her to turn down her music and this lady called me a bitch. She was just yelling, basically turning red and foaming at the mouth and she actually tried to touch me. And I, you know, something told me, don't bring your gun. God told me, you know, I looked at my gun. I said, maybe I should bring it. It's almost 11.50 at night. Uh, you know, I'm going late at night to this woman's house. And, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, maybe I should bring my gun. But God said, no, don't bring it. Leave it. So I left my gun at home. And I'm happy I did because she literally tried to attack me. And, you know, she was drunk. So I feel like even though she was drunk, you know, I felt like she was a little, she was childlike mine, but I was thinking, what if I had my gun on me? She, she, she might've been hurt, you know, and cause you can't run up on people and, and try to attack them. You know, if they fear for their lives, you're gonna, you're gonna get hurt. And I'm just very happy I didn't have my gun with me because that lady would have, her children would have, you know, I don't know what would have happened. I think about that night and I always think about, okay, if, you know, you always, if you have a gun, you pull your gun out and you use it. You don't ever pull your gun out and, and be like, oh, I'm, I got a gun. <laughs> you better back off. No, you use it. You can't just uh, take it out and threaten people with it. You can't point it at nobody. You, you, you have a, you, when you have a gun, you have it for self-protection. And that's what I always tell myself. But that night, you know, she didn't really want to fight me anyway because her daughter was like, her daughter is like 110 pounds and this woman's got to be 
170, 180. And, you know, this little, little tiny girl was holding her, her mother back from touching me. So I was like, eh, she don't really want it. But she was just yelling and screaming and calling me names and, you know, trying to get under my skin. And, you know, instead of yelling back and forth at her and getting, you know, getting angry, I just, I just told her daughter, hey, I'm sorry, you got to go through this. And, you know, I kept asking her, are you okay? Are, are you okay? Are you, you know, because I just want her to know that, hey, there's something off with you. Are you okay? You know, just heads up. When people want to get under your skin, the worst thing you can do is remain calm and, <laughs> and, 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 wait, direct with your words because people love to get a reaction out of you and I'm I don't like giving people reactions I just kind of like to stay calm cool collected unless I just unless I'm fearful or something that's one time I'm gonna be mad or something but yeah I kept asking are you okay she didn't like that I just decided to walk away because I was like you know what this is really crazy this is really weird and, you know, I, as I was walking away, I told her, you got some demons on you. I, now I'm starting to really be able to tell when people have demons on them. You can just literally, you can, I don't know. I don't know if I'm tripping now. But I can literally see or sense a lot of demons on people. It's very strange to me. But, yeah, that lady, she had them. I told you this is me. I also just ramble. And I told you it's going to be random thoughts, so... Hey. Yeah, I mean, so if you want to change your neighborhood, be prepared for people being angry at you. Be prepared for people messing with your stuff. Be prepared, but understand for me, I got, I, maybe I got hollow points. I, I, you know, if somebody, somebody actually comes towards me, they're, they're, you know, I'm not saying the gun's going to save me for everything. So I also 1,000% believe in the Holy Spirit and God's angels. And, and I believe in the Most High. So I already know that any God is in complete control. So ain't nobody going to, you know, if somebody touches me, that means God ordained it. But if not, I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do. Because there's children around here, around here, excuse me. There's elderly and there's me and I'm just not going to let I just don't like feeling punked so yeah so anyway yeah just if you want to change your neighborhood again mentorships police involvement neighborhood watches petitions uh, going straight to the perpetrators but don't accuse them of nothing just you know say hi hi how are you introduce yourself invite them to certain things you know let them know like hey there's a lot of crime going on there's a lot of drug you know that's if you're brave enough to do it don't do it if you're not me personally like i said these people get on my nerves don't nobody like me here anyway i kind of do it for entertainment in some crazy stupid way because it's funny you know as the messiah said the prophet will be hated amongst their own 
hometown and amongst their own family. So I don't mind it. It's a blessing. So anyway, I'll be enjoying my random thoughts and also just a little tips on how to change the world neighborhood around you because we need it we need brave souls we need the remnants to wake up and do what they gotta do all right talk to you later hope you guys enjoy bye